This episode of the Social Club podcast is brought to you by Thousand Island Dressing in New Farm in Brisbane. Join the team for their very first workshop event and help raise money for the Buy a Bale project, which is benefiting our Aussie farmers. This event is hosted by Ghosty, a new Brisbane creative. Thousand Island Dressing is donating the bubbles and the girls from Ghosty are supplying all the uh, supplies. On the night, you'll make and design three pairs of your own earrings. What a clever clog you are. 100% of the ticket sales is donated, so tickets will sell out. Join the gang next Thursday. It's going to be a cracking night in a wonderful store in New Farm. Welcome to the third episode of the Social Club Podcast. I'm Jess, as always, your hostess with not really the mostest, but certainly not the leases. <laughs> oh, I said leases, not leases. Damn it. Oh, it's the same. It's all good. It is the same. Um, this week I'm joined by Claire from at Claire and Pearl uh-huh. and Jules from at Hair Dash by Jules. Yeah. Just put Hair by Jules and you'll get it. It's all right. I'll tag. I'll tag. It's fine. Um, so I've invited both these girls in because I just love these girls and their energy. And they are also, I'm going to say, Renaissance women. Renaissance women? Renaissance Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. you girls have like dipped your wick in a lot of shit. <laughs> yes, we have. <laughs> well, you I always have. Oh, like when I think of... When, <laughs> when I think you of both so of you, I honestly think that you have both... You're just doing lots of stuff, mm. lots of different stuff, yeah. but like lots of fun stuff. Mm. Like yeah. not your average in an office job wearing like flat shoes to work. You probably wear <laughs> flat shoes to work. I but do. They're not <laughs> like your paler's crappy black, yeah. hate, you know, shit shoes. Yeah. I don't know why I'm focusing on the shoes, but <laughs> <laughs> it's more just that like your jobs are very interesting yeah. and you have a lot of different jobs and different fun things. And, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So we'll start with... Um, Forgot your name for a minute. Really good host. Um, we'll start with Jules. Oh, both girls are like, who's name did you forget? Who's name did you forget? You. <laughs> you. <laughs> because Jules is a hairdresser by trade. That is your official yeah. title. Yeah. But you also do, you're a dance teacher. Yeah. You also, I mean, I don't know. I probably, this is probably not a job. It's probably more something you do for fun. But I know that you do the Jericho Road Girls runways and yeah. all the kind of back end of yeah. the event and stuff like that. And I'm assuming that that's like a fun, yeah. just like it's so different to everything else that you do that yeah. it would be a yeah. fun thing. So rather than me keep talking about it, because <laughs> I don't really know, maybe you could embellish a little okay. on. Your job, like just what your like, what is a week in the life of Jules like? Because it's been oh, very different. How, how long's the show? <laughs> right. um, okay, the hurricane. Wild. Yeah, hurricane Jules. That's probably a really good way to uh, describe myself. Storm in a teacup, maybe. Yes. Um, it's funny because the Monday that I just had was my day off, and um, I had to drive out to a supplier. And Marlo, my partner, was in the passenger seat. And I was like, okay, well, if you're not driving, you are my PA. And she knows this. So she's like, cool, that's fine. (laughs) And we got home and she was like, 
I need to sleep. <laughs> I quit. Yeah, she's like, this is... I don't want to I run don't, your life yeah, I don't understand how you function day, day yeah. to day. And I was like, I don't... Well, I, I just don't know. It's just something you don't that... Ha- that's just how your life yeah. has probably mm. been. You don't have yeah. the off switch and no. you've no. got to keep going. Yeah, if I, and, then, and I think Kristen Bell put it very eloquently one day. <laughs> she's talking about sloths. She loves sloths. And she's like, if she's not between a three and a seven... She's crying. Yeah. And that's me. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm very either incredibly hyperactive or nothing. A true Gemini. Um, so when it comes to um, hair, yeah, hair is um, the, the biggest passion of my life. Yeah. Like I, am, I am completely obsessed with it. And I will just say that because if someone's not listening and they don't follow your Instagram, yeah. you're not like a regular hairdresser. You're <laughs> not a cool like hairdresser. <laughs> Um, but you don't just do like the short back and sides and like your mum bobs and all that kind of stuff and i i would say you're most famous for your use of color which is crazy but and then your crazy hairstyles like claire who is our other guest is one of your uh, one of your clients and she's sitting here with like a purple shaggy 70s Yes, yeah, so Elvira is yeah, yeah. King of the and it's Goblins. amazing. And I feel like you're the only person who could pull that style yeah. off. Like if you went to a hairdresser and someone yeah. else did that, you'd be like, "What the fuck did you just do to my hair? <laughs> yeah. I'm never coming back." Yeah. But it's a it's a signature move of yeah. yours, yeah. which is what people are wanting. Yeah, and I um I hate using the word lucky because what I've um curated in my life is not mm. luck. I've yeah, definitely gone work. out and gone. No, I've worked my ass off for. I've done hairdressing for over 20 years. Mm. So I've now picked my clientele, um, which enables me then to go to work every day and see the people that I love and also go, okay, well, um, they, I don't ask them what we're doing today. They <laughs> ask me. <laughs> and I'm like, no, we're not doing that today. This is what I feel like. Like yeah. Liam today, you know, he has no idea what's happening. I just have an idea. Um, so with the Jericho stuff, I guess um, I met them at a market years ago and I loved their dresses and I went up to them and I was like, hey, oh my God, I love you guys. Um, I drove all the way to the Gold Coast to mm. see you. And they're like, you, you look familiar. You, you're that hairdresser that keeps liking all our posts. Oh, and I cute. think at that point, they only had like 500 followers. Yeah. And, um, oh, stop squeaking, you yeah. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm just too electric. I'm electrifying. Um, <laughs> um, and then from that point, I said, well, hey, when you're in Brisbane, let's do a shoot. And then ever since I've just worked with them, with that, with the runway stuff, um, it's my dance background mm-hmm. that enables me to go, okay, well, these are the models we should use. This is the music we're going to use. And then I mix, we mix it. Yeah. Um, and, and you're a choreographer, not yeah. just a dancer. Like yeah. you choreograph I, I, everyone's yeah. moves and yeah. the so, positions and all that kind of stuff. So that, that to me is just uber fun. I just want to help them out. I want to help out local chicks. And you're very good at that. You're Thank very you. good at yeah, you're supporting a the ladies. Supporter, a yeah, woman 100%. in power. Oh my God, yeah. massive. And I didn't realize how big of an impact that had on my life until I sat back one day and only recently I went, I think it was, I think it was Marlo, my partner, was like the weekend that we did mm. that um, show with Jerrica at that house and on the Monday, um, she's like, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. I was like, what's going on? She goes, well, if you look around the weekend that we just had. Yeah, and you had had a crazy weekend. Crazy. I saw you at that event, and the first thing yeah. I said to you was like, "Yeah, how crazy was your weekend? Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you are here yeah. and standing yeah. and, like, yeah. not in the corner crying no. like what I would be. No, and, and um, 
she goes, what's it all in common? What, what, what is it that you, you, that you see? And I said, oh, friendship. She mm. goes, well, I see drive and um, passion and, and talent mm. and all these things put together. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess so. But that's just become part of my everyday life. Yeah. And so that was actually the day where I was like, holy crap, I'm actually, I'm, I've surrounded myself with a pod of women yeah. that I just love yeah. and I will support to the death. Mm. And, um, and that goes to, to, for every one of my clients. Yeah. Um, and there's something in, in everyone, I believe, that um, I was listening to a podcast uh, last week where they say that, you know how some people say they're not, they don't have a creative bone in their body? Every single person actually does. Mm. We, all, we are all creators yeah. of something. Um, it just depend, depends on what sort of... How it manifests. How they, yeah, yeah, how it manifests. So I think for me, my clientele, I've spawned this <laughs> group of um, evangelists, really, yeah. that it's like... <laughs> Oh my God, Jules. And it's just this weird ass. Oh my God, you go to hair by Jules. And I'm like, can we just talk, talk about the fact that I'm not saving babies and I'm coloring hair <laughs> and I'm no, just No, but you're bringing, it's a mm. different kind of joy yeah. and it's something important. Imagine if there wasn't hairdressers yeah. and we're all like yeah. kitchen scissor and cutting or like how I dyed my hair blonde and you taught me to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I was like, don't you ever do that again. <laughs> but like, I've always said um, hair is the crown that you don't take off. Yeah. So it has to be good. You could leave the house in your pajamas or something absolutely crap, but if your hair is on point, you feel amazing. Yeah. But I have really only started, and this will not surprise you, going to a professional hairdresser yeah. in maybe like the last three or four years. Yeah. Because when I was younger, I moved overseas and lived overseas for like on and off six years yeah. mm-hmm. when I was 18. And I just could never afford to get my hair done. Yeah. So I always had roommates cutting my hair yeah. and me dyeing my hair. And like for some stupid reason, the two days before I left to go to London, mum was like, you should get your hair cut because it's going to be so expensive in yeah. London. I'm like, yeah, perfect idea. She's talking trim. I have come home with like <laughs> short back and sides. <laughs> How does one maintain short back and sides in London? I don't know. <laughs> I love that bit where you grow it out is always really fun too. Yeah, you have to grow I look at the photos and I was like, "What the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I should have got it trim. My hair was perfectly fine." Like, it'll be fine, short. Like, it'll be easy. I'm like, "Oh, I'm 18 and I'm moving overseas and I'm going to be so chic and in London." But it wasn't. It was just like growing out hair and just this like wild person. Like somebody, who do I live with? Get the kitchen yeah. scissors and cut my hair and dye my hair and like. Yeah. But I always really also associated that with like bonding with my girlfriend because yeah. none of us had money we were all doing our hair that way yeah and like you know sticking the tin foil on and yeah. sitting out on the deck just sun baking and yeah cooking. well we were in london there was no sun oh, yeah, <laughs> we yeah definitely but in the last couple of years i have really found the value of having yeah. someone yeah. do your hair because yeah. you have to have so oh, you have to have someone do your hair you cannot I've, I've just had clients yeah. longer than they have they've been married yeah. So I, I think sometimes the longest relationship someone actually has in their life is with their hairdresser. It's the most. It's one of the most significant relationships in my life. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, yeah, it is. It's about complete trust, and I think it's about. And I've been yeah. very blessed. Yeah. With the run of hairdressers that I've had, like long term, yeah. yeah, longer, longer than my long term relationships. Exactly. Yeah. I've been with and the, if you go three that hairdressers long hairdresser in my life, or say the wrong word, you yeah. are fucked. Yeah. <laughs> you are so, like it is not a good. And time. you're still gonna nod and pay and, and like, say I love it, and then yeah. cry in the car <laughs> on the way home. Cry all the way home. <laughs> 
and you will never be able to replicate it. I recently got my eyebrows done and I have big bushy eyebrows and I only started loving them in the last like eight years. Which is so whenever. on trend, by yeah, the way. Yeah, that's why I love them. High five genetics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I got them waxed before my engagement party. They were big and fabulous even back then. That was like, I don't even know, how long we married? Probably like eight years or yeah. something. Um, and I got them, I was in getting my nails done. Yeah. And a lady was just like, your eyebrows are shocking. And I was like, yeah, well, obviously. No, but I was like, I know, because I've been uh, growing them out. Because yeah. my engagement party in like two days. And she goes, I will do them for you. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, oh, no. Idiot coming oh. in. Idiot coming in. She took me into a back room and gave me pencil no. thin eyebrows. No. I just, I started crying <laughs> even then. And she was like, are you okay? And I was like, oh yeah, I just, I think it might have been like a reaction. I'm going to get out of here. Oh my God. And I left. I look oh, like the no. drag queen version of myself. Oh, no. I was in the car just like, and, and I cannot, we don't have any of those photos framed because it doesn't oh. look like me. They're just so thin. And not even in my like wildest teenage plucking my eyebrows yeah. days were they ever that thin we need it to was... like get them copied then we need to put them on our phone then we need to edit them and refill and them then in. yes yeah but i recently like Jeez. so for the last so ever since then pretty much the next time i got eyebrows waxed was at um like the brow bar yes. and i just go i'm like you i don't yeah. care that every time i come here it's 15 dollars more yeah because it's worth yeah. the 400 dollars i'm paying uh, to get my eyebrows done because yeah. that's the like the yeah frame to your face it is it is the nipples of the face yeah and like my eyebrows are so bad i've just booked in for friday because they're so bad but um <laughs> and like even recently someone told me because i try to shop small and i really yeah. do try to yeah keep it within the community yeah. and i was like do you know what the brow bar they're great but they're not a brisbane right. own company they're a franchise yeah. i'll try and go somewhere small someone recommended me to go to someone went to her again oh no it was like 1996 she took oh, so it wasn't as bad yeah. as a traumatizing drag queen incident yeah but she took so much and then i was just like why the fuck do i listen to anybody <laughs> and just like i don't care if i go to the brow bar on friday and they're like that's two thousand dollars i'm like you know what money my money can we have to pay it? Because I, yeah. I feel good now. Yeah. yeah. It's it's on because, your face. Yeah. If it's above, like, your cleavage line. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be do? taken We're care of. a hat and a beanie every day. You can't yeah. do it. I, like, but I, I don't know why we feel bad about loving getting our hair done or loving getting yeah. our eyebrows done or buying clothes. Yeah. Because yeah. it's... Oh, it's it was how, more like just of an we, expense for absolutely. me. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But spending the money on those things that yeah. make us feel exactly. good. Exactly. Yes. And when you think, oh, my hair costs, you know, hundred whatever, $200. Yeah. But you don't get a haircut for another six weeks or exactly. whatever. Yeah. You don't get it colored for another yeah. eight weeks. You yeah. can push it out to 10 weeks if yeah. you want. Yeah. That money is nothing over that yeah. amount of time yeah. for what you're getting yeah. is Confidence a perfect view in yes. the mirror every day. Totally. Yeah, and it's it's your uh, business card, really. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's because if you're a hot mess, yes. if you look like a hot mess, yes. then what's your going what you, on? What are you saying out into the world? Yeah. Like I'm a I'm a huge like don't give a shit what people think of me. But if if I feel not put together, it's gonna show. Yeah. 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 I um, think it's about pleasure. It's yeah. about women and pleasure. It's yeah. about yeah, the things that bring bad. you pleasure. Yeah. yeah. You shouldn't feel bad no. about wanting to look good. I feel and yeah, what makes yeah. you feel good? Yeah. And if that's yeah, I I've, I've had my my definite share of crap haircuts. Yes. Oh my god. So who who cuts your hair now? Can I just ask? Um, or someone up. someone who in the works. salon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then when she has time or whoever's got time, they slap on my color. Um, otherwise, I'll slap it on myself. <laughs> I had a very important thing to go to last week, and I was like, I need to feel good. Yeah. So I did it the night before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the shower and Bob's your flipping uncle. Um, but yeah. And then what have been some of your 
fail haircuts. Not that you've done, because okay, obviously um, you're yeah. perfect. Yeah. Um, but I, <laughs> but I want to know what happened to you that made you be like, okay. what the fuck is this? Well, where should we start? Okay, I grew up in the 80s on the Gold Coast, and um, I've got two brothers. So obviously, if they get their haircut, I've got to get my haircut, and my oh, hair is quite wavy good. naturally. So I had a mullet, and I thought it was great, and not a cool mullet, <laughs> like my mullet, like yeah. a eighties like kind of good. Um, you know, Johnny from Dirty Dancing. Oh, like, that's why I thought my hair was like last week. I did the Robert Palmer video because I was Palmer. like, look, yes. this is so yeah. Robert Palmer. Yeah. And he is sexy. And I was yeah. feeling myself with that. Yeah. yeah. But I, I was agree. like, oh, it's not a But when look. you're a little kid yeah. and you're not really into the yeah. Robert Palmer sexy vibe. My daughter, and she had the coolest hair. She still yeah, does. She has like, really cool hair. But like, I was not going to allow her to go through that period of going, what the fuck did my <laughs> mum let me do? It gets worse. Then in my apprenticeship, um, I was 15. And I had long hair, left school, and everyone's like, oh my gosh, you got long hair, let's play with that. So I did everything imaginable and then ended up with very short hair. And um, I thought it was a cool idea to perm the crown. Oh, I got oh a perm. God. I got a perm. Great. I yes. want to get a perm. I'm ready yeah. for a perm when my hair gets longer. You're I not convinced, and you're the hair professional. Yeah. So I think you should. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the yin and the yang. Maybe I'll just get half the hair turned. <laughs> like hair a fallout. <laughs> well, let's call is Eddie. Here. Is it Ed? Let's yes, call Ed, Ed and just be like, dude, can yeah. we have a chat for a second? Yeah, but I no amount of my complex. fringe. I don't even oh. think they. Yeah. Have that's like a bad, the perming. Yeah. It's a bad look. It's What's that? A, per- a permed fringe. fringe. Not cool. I just would love curly Don't want hair. them to uh, yeah. pull your hair, put your hair out. I actually have to tell you a quick story because I said this, I told this to a client the other day. I cannot stand this, the smell of perming solution. It's um. one of those things that it will actually make me feel ill. Um, but she's like, oh, what's your worst hairdressing nightmare? And I was like, oh, <laughs> look, uh, I remember working in a salon in West End when I just after I had Vaya and um, in West End, there's all kinds of people. And this lady. Had, <laughs> I love the disclaimer. It's West End, yo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and she, <laughs> she had dreadlocks and I'm all for dreads because I've done them. I used to do them on people and all that sort of stuff. Um, but that's sometimes not the healthiest thing to have over the period of time. Mm-hmm. And her hair was down to um, the back of her knees. Oh, that's a long dread. That's and a long No, 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 dread. but there was lots of them. Lots yeah. of very tight and, and for dreads, beautifully done. Yeah. Really beautifully done. But that's a, that's a, that's long a lot of hair. <laughs> so for years. Anyway, she came Imagine in. Imagine how heavy that would be. Oh, yeah, I know how heavy that was because yeah. I had to wash it. Oh, yeah. And she came in and we consulted and... You know, she was like, I call it like a tie-dye effect because I need to color my car. We need to color it. And I was yeah. like, great. So out comes the bleach and I've got some people helping me. We're sponging this bleach onto oh these dreads because wow. you can't actually use a brush on dreads. You've got to sponge it yeah. in because um, there's layers and layers and layers of hair in one dread. And um, that was all good. It was ready to rinse off. And is that something that you learnt? At, at hairdresser school, no. that's when you learn on that day. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was like, this is not working. A sponge. Give it a do. crack. Yeah. Like today, I hadn't done that on Liam before. I was like, I'm going to give this a crack. Yeah. And that's what happened. Yeah. Um, and so I took my apprentice, took her over to the base and started rinsing. And I was like, you've got to use hot water. Well, the smell 
of her dreads. Oh I can God. when I talk about it, <laughs> I actually get it. physically sick. Oh my God. Oh. It was so it was like I, I said to my client, I was like, it was like a dead person. <gasps> but like you find a dead person in, in the house and the oh cat's eating their face. Oh my god. And it's like been a hot Australian. It's been hot green. Like that's the type of smell. It was I can feel it now. It was oh it god. was like burning my nostrils. Oh. And I was like, it's it's all on you, buddy. Get that fucking hot water in there and you soak that shit. And he was over her going (laughs) and trying not to vomit on her hair because the stench then went, this is a huge salon, went around the salon. Just filtered everywhere. And you could see everyone just going, that is horrific. Because obviously she hadn't washed them mm. like properly in years oh, and years my and years. Goodness, I used to have. I had dreadlocks. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. For oh my god, a few years. Yeah. And yeah, that was always the number one question. Yeah. I got them. Had them at uni, and then before when I was started teaching, and it was the best thing to do when I was on teaching practice. Yeah. Kids just instantly thought you were cool. Yeah. Like, do you wash your hair? Oh my god, do you have a combi? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so when you've got four weeks to like get kids to like you, get yeah. in, like make it happen, it worked in my favor. Yeah. But of course you wash them, but they take forever to dry. They take forever. And I had them when smoke you could still smoke in bars and pubs oh, so i so would come smoky. home and they would oh, stink yeah. and they'd be like i'm trying to sleep away yeah from oh. my hair it was gross because yeah. you think about how all the hair that you lose on a daily basis just gets in there and it gets stuck in yeah. there and then you use a crochet hook and you hook the hair back in to tighten them oh so that you never really essentially lose hair it's this weird well yeah. my brother had dreads and yeah. this was us living overseas again and i used to fire them so yeah. I would like light yeah. them on fire to yeah. burn all the things. Yeah. And he one day he visited me in the Isle of Sky. It's like the weirdest place in the universe anyone has ever lived. And I lived <laughs> there for six months. It was like a mental. Um, but we were playing pool and I just done all these dreads for him. And one of his dreads fell off <gasps> on the pool table <laughs> in front of the white ball. And he was like, You gotta play it where it lays, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> and like it was fine for us because we're brother and sister yeah. that's our banter yeah. but like other people coming in knowing oh, looking at us but God. I was like excuse me do not you dare come in here and judge me you were wearing welly boots to a pub on Friday night or just whatever I was like I'm the least person who yeah. should be judged in this entire building but because his dread fell off I was just like Damn it, Bass. Like, I was a 10 here. And now people are like, oh, that gross that dread gross girl. Like, <laughs> oh, no. Dreaded by association. <laughs> but I can't so believe funny. I never, like, singed his whole yeah. head. Yeah, because that's risky. Like, why yeah. was I doing it? Yeah. I, I used to I'm even going to wear beeswax. Yeah, there's oh, proper yeah. beeswax. And then you roll yeah, them. That's what I used And then to you do. tease them. And then you crochet them. It's, it's the, the only hair thing. that I've ever had that gets better the longer you have it. Though. Absolutely. So, like, the, the day I cut my dreads off, they look the best oh, they've yeah. ever looked. Because when, how... when you first get them, it's like, oh, my God, what yeah. have I done? How long were your dreads? It's like, were you doing, like, shoulder, Like, shoulder length, I would say. Yeah. And why mm. did you get rid of them? Just... I, a girl broke my heart. Oh, <laughs> anyway. I need to change everything. And did you just Fuck shave them yeah. or did you get them cut? I or? had grown them out long and I had enough to do like a pixie cut. Yeah. Oh, but a short, like yeah. a yeah. short pixie cut. And that was... sometimes when ladies come in and I've known their life story. Say if yeah. Claire comes in, she's like, right. I mean, probably not you because you change here all the time. But if <laughs> someone like just has, you know, a nice blonde this is what bob. they do all yeah. the time. They do every yeah. six weeks and they go, okay, time for a fringe. 
and I'll sit next to them and I'll put my hands on them and go, how about we talk about your life? Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk. Let's, what, what's, what's going, going on? Let's break it down Why do you need we a change? Yeah. Drastic changes <laughs> that can't be undid. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, is that really what you want or are you angry at something? Because we're not going to do that. <laughs> no, it's that great scene in Fleabag in season two. I don't know if you've watched no. it. Yeah. This is brilliant scene where Fleabag's sister goes and gets her hair cut and it looks terrible. <laughs> and Fleabag is like, this is... This is a fucking disaster. <laughs> and she's like, this is not what I asked for. I know I look terrible. I look like a pencil. Like, no. And so she's like, come on. And they go into the hairdressers. And she's like, what the fuck have you done? Like, your hair is your crown. This is so bad. And he's, she's like, doesn't even oh, look no, like I a reference picture. And he pulls the and reference picture exactly out of the face. Exactly the same. And it's exactly the it's same. Exactly. And then she's like, she's like thank you, you for your time. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> Yeah, that was hilarious. Yes, so I was like, funny. and she pulls. I just love that scene. <laughs> and she's she like, Fleabag has won like all the Emmys. everything. She's she won, won all, the, yeah. all the awards this year. Oh, yeah, she's won all of the things. Yeah, it's very funny. Those the drinks, I think. Oh, here, that was yours. Oh, oh did I not give you one? Yes. I opened one. I got this. this one. Is mine. Oh, there you go. Fat pixie. I love like yeah, it. Yeah, I've never even heard of this. Oh my god, this is amazing. Look at. Oh my god, him. he's a fat pixie. He's actually. Oh, he's got a goat. I love that hard apple cider. Oh, it's hard. Look at that lover's lean. I'm gonna take a picture of that and send that to Marlo. Yeah, it's so <laughs> yum though. It's really good. Hard I've been trying cider. out. Since I've been doing the podcast, mm-hmm. the third episode, we've been doing different drinks and like a lot of different um, snack talk. Yes. Uh-huh. And today, one of the topics, one of the snacks we were talking about was clinkers. Oh and my I God, went I to find them and they don't have any I in Coles. Just this Coles here, but I reckon my Coles hasn't because I've seen them. I, I know normally the last buy them. I had a clinker. I, I normally love. buy them in a scoopy, you know, yes, the pay and yeah. But I know that you can buy them because I, I can see the yellow packet in my head. Yes, me too. Yes, but they don't have any Pascal, down the road. Yeah, I can't remember yeah. the last yeah. time yeah. I had a clinker. I think I had them at the movies. That would have been the last time. Mm. So damn good. Oh, if you go to like gold class, they give you clinkers in a cocktail glass. Oh, oh. what? Like oh my god, that I need to do that. I definitely need a to fancy. Do that. Holy shit, that's gonna blow my head off. Oh really? It's yeah. Well, eight, I just didn't even see. Eight percent? Is that? <laughs> is eight percent a lot? Yes. Can oh, we shit. drive on eight percent? I don't. We know. can't have anything else. No, it. Can At I drink some this whole time. Hand, though? Yeah. <laughs> it's what two point four it? drinks. How many are you allowed to drink and drive with? Oh god, we should know this, ladies. I know. I think it's one every hour I for a lady. One yeah, I don't for a know. lady. What bullshit? I know. I don't drink. I'm like, how do I fucking know if I'm a lady or not? I'm 110 fucking kilos. Yeah, I could be a, I weigh I could a, be a lot truck more driver. Than my husband weighs. So me <laughs> too. Yeah. I weigh double and a bit. What is it oh, based Marlo. on? How much are your breast size? <laughs> Well, in that case, all three of us are fine. We can have a six-pack. have a six-pack, guys. I'm going to That's so true. Like, what is it based on? I don't Maybe, know. Yeah, I... That's bullshit. We're going to change check it. That the when fucking it patriarchy runs everything. Absolutely. I don't know. I don't know what it's based on. How but I normally that? don't. Blood. If I'm out, I 
will not even have a drink if I'm driving because yeah. I just feel like I'm I get so terrified straight away. Yeah. But I always like, if my husband sees me drinking, he's like, oh, well, looks like I'm driving home. Which is then free to be like, oh, you're driving? Okay, I'll yeah. have four more of these before we go. And I know it's late, but it's fine. We're still going to stay. See, I you get, go over there and talk to people I'm socialising over here. Yeah, with I'm, the drunk I'm people. thirsty. Like, I could down like, half a bottle of wine and I'm sweet. And I'm like, cool, I'm, I'm done now. Like, but I'm I, just, yeah, I just don't trust myself. And oh, that's God, I mostly since I had children. Yeah. I couldn't, because you stopped drinking for so long. Yeah. Between the mm, having I was never the baby, anyway. And... I didn't have my first sort of. I didn't start drinking until I was twenty-seven. Oh, true. I know. I'm really good. That's surprising. Not like yeah. That's a bad thing. I thought to you not were drink. a drunk. No. <laughs> no, I just I'm a goody two shoes. Yeah, I've tats, but I am. I've never even done drugs in my life. I smoked cigarettes. So, oh, you know, I was like fifteen, oh. drinking yeah. sub zeros at my friend's house. <laughs> I wouldn't even know what they are. Like a, they were pre-mixed. Oh. I remember my dad won at like the Wallabies <laughs> or something um, a wheelbarrow and it had 52 bottles of rum in it. Oh, oh my God. And me and my brother drank them. Like it was a year supply of rum. And me and my brother every... Like I, cans? No, <gasps> bottles of rum. And every time I went to a party, I was like, yoink. Dad won't notice. You know, dad won't notice. I reckon Dad had seven bottles of rum, which is still a lot of bottles of rum. Yeah, for like my dad to drink in a year. Yeah, but not compared to the like twenty bottles of rum yeah. that I was consuming in the same Every amount of time. At the party. Oh and he never really even mentioned anything. I think he was just like. I'll probably say this and Dad will be like, that fucking didn't happen. <laughs> in my head, I'm thinking Dad would have just been like, well, the kids aren't hassling me for alcohol. Yeah. We're not coming home and doing crazy things. We definitely were. I was like going through the doggy door and just <laughs> being an idiot. I was so skinny I back then. Love, I, could I know. The I would door. love to have been up to 50. Never. I'd there was never, not a point never, in my life no. where I've ever been I'm going to post this <laughs> on Instagram. Oh a photo of a window that I fit through and it was – a toilet window in a pub that I worked at and we needed the pub had closed we'd locked it and we couldn't get back in for some reason probably because we were smashed <laughs> and I fit through a window like you know how you kind of contort your yeah. body it, the window it would have been oh my not, god it was so tiny and I went back like four years later this is all in the Isle of Sky you can do anything you want up there. <laughs> um, and we went back like four years later and I was like I went through that fucking oh window that's god. like a mouse door how did I even fit yeah. in but it was because Alcohol and wanting more <laughs> yeah. alcohol. You can do anything. Yeah, it's like a super goal. Power. Yeah. Yeah. The goal was whatever was Get in that store booze. cupboard. More rum in the store cupboard. Yeah, have a little cracker. Oh yes. And so now, Claire, let's Ooh. talk about you because something really exciting happened. I remember looking at it on my phone, just being like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Is it you have signed a massive? book yeah. deal and now i know you already have mm-hmm. one book yeah already released is it um like teen yeah i actually tried to find it i didn't try too hard i looked on audible and i thought maybe you might have read it and i was like oh, oh i should do an audiobook yeah i imagine yes. it would be so hard to do i actually yeah. had that conversation with the client i, I, like, I haven't read it but audiobook. i want an audiobook yeah yeah see yeah. i just don't sit because i cross stitch so uh, if i sit sitting to me is cross stitching and working yeah but audio books i listen to well you do that i'm the same yeah it's the only way i can read at the moment when i'm really busy or my brain is full yeah yeah and, sometimes, yeah. And, and, and you can switch off but yeah. still be but still be paying attention yes. getting the the knowledge yeah. from mm. the book or whatever yeah. 
Um, so tell me about mm-hmm. the book deal specifically mm-hmm. because that is so fucking exciting. Like, it's amazing. I, sorry, I know I just keep talking, but I just want to say I feel like that's also a, a huge thing for like a Brisbane yeah. person to have. Yeah. It's huge. It's huge. Um, so yeah, the first book I wrote um, came out in 2017. Uh, it's called Beautiful Mess, and it was for young, yeah, young audience, they're teenagers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I've been plotting away on uh, another book, which is which is the one that will come out next year. Um, and it's a romance, it's a rom com, um, sexy romance. Ooh, are there um, sex scenes? In it? Yeah, there's lots. Is of it sex like in Mills and Boone type sex scenes? Uh, kind of, it's like a or contemporary romance. Fifty Shades of Clay. <laughs> <laughs> It's a weird, <laughs> intimate thing to be writing sex scenes mm-hmm. though, because it's. I've only realized now that I'm kind of like it's really vulnerable to be like, this is what mm-hmm. I think good sex is, everyone. Yeah. And then you're like, what if I'm a weirdo? <laughs> <laughs> or what if it's not good? Enough? What if it's what not if, good sex? Yeah. I always think that when I'm watching like a movie or a TV show, and I'm like, how do those actors? Like, what if you were the guy and you were doing the sex yes. scene and the girl was like, fuck, that was so shit. Like, you yeah. so, like that is so embarrassing <laughs> to put that out there. <laughs> or like, you're not going to like this comment, but what if when people are reading the sex scenes, they're imagining you Yeah, sex. well, oh, yeah. That, that could happen. Like, they're could thinking happen. about you, not even the characters. Yes. <laughs> you're like doing a detail. Well, like, you're them. welcome, everyone. <laughs> So I'd written um, this next book that had come out uh, that will come out next year, and then sent it to my publisher um, to kind of go, you know, this is the next thing. What do you think? And they, um, thankfully, they loved it. It's text publishing in Melbourne, um, who are an amazing um, small-ish publisher, but Mm -hmm. they do amazing work um, internationally. They published my first book, and. Uh, because I'd written YA and because I've been writing for theatre and those sorts of things, they were like, how about we do two books um, in a two-book deal, which was incredible and then kind of cement the fact that you're now writing for adults, you're writing for women, it's women's fiction, yeah. um, it's a rom-com, this is something that I you guess do. I it's true because people yeah. who've read your book before might be like, oh, this is a great yeah. book for my 16-year-old yeah. girl yeah. to read, which actually it probably, it probably will be. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So that was their thinking. Um, and so then I had to pitch a second idea to them of what I wanted to write and they loved that and that was all good. Is that a sequel? So no, it's no. a completely oh, separate okay. story. So all three of them now are separate stories. And then I um, had had another idea that I'd been kind of ruminating but didn't feel ready um, to pitch when they asked me to pitch. And because the kind of the time between having that conversation and then my agent dealing with the contract and everything had been taking a while... I was like, actually, I think this idea, this new idea that I'd had is the one that's more exciting. I want to oh, write that. Oh, wow. Um, so I went back to text and I said, hey, I've actually got this other idea that I'd love to write in place of the one that I pitched to you. Would that be okay to swap one out and swap back, in, like swap this one in? Yeah. Um, and not thinking that that would be okay. And if it wasn't, you know, I... You still had the I still had the original idea, idea which yeah. I liked and that was great. So it's kind of that moment where I thought too much about the email, like read it to my husband, went over it into being like, does this sound okay? I don't want to do anything that's like weird. I don't and you don't want to like, think I'm selfish. I don't or want like to do risk this. them saying, forget it. Yeah. You're too much trouble. Absolutely. <laughs> Didn't want to do that. And then they came back and kind of said, here's the first chapter. This is the vibe. Here's the synopsis of the third, um, of, of what this book is. And they came back and said, we love this idea. How about we make it a three 
dreams you actually come true yeah. Yeah. and you back shit. yourself and that was the learning mm. the huge learning to be like back your yeah. motherfucking shit yeah. worst case scenario they would have said no, no, we like the first time. Yeah, go the first one. And yeah. I would have been like, great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that would have given you two books, three books under your belt to yeah. have done to then, to then and leverage to have and go, all hey, that I've time. got this third one. Yeah, um, I'm so amazed. Yeah. But you got the third one anyway. Yeah, so the third amazing. one anyway. So there'll be one a year for the next, um, the next three years. Oh my god, it's, it's incredible. It's it's that when I talk about it, I say it's kind of like 15 year old, 14 or 15 year old Claire who knew that she wanted to be a writer. But that was the secret scary dream. So mm. I didn't tell anyone about it. Aww. And kind of be like, because that's too scary. That's too full on. And then I went, I became a teacher and yeah. went what, into who, the arts. What, mm. like, grade are you teaching or, like, high like school. subject? So I started teaching high school drama. Oh, yeah. And did and English. And then and, and sex ed, because they always get the drama teachers. Sex ed, because, like, <laughs> oh she God. won't be scared. <laughs> I've taught in like an Anglican, independent Anglican school. Oh, okay. And then I've taught in state, um, state education. I've taught in um, like juvenile justice. Oh. And then with um, like refugee and asylum seeker kids. Yeah. So kind of all over. You've done. Done all the different everything. things you can do. As I said, Renaissance, 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 yeah, women, mm. women. So did you have like the banana and the condom, and you're like, yeah, don't have kids, you get chlamydia and die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Don't have idea. sex. That sex ed. I did. Close your yeah, doors. We've done it. Let's move on. I did yeah. a question box one year, and I'll never again. Aww. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> do a question box. Read the questions before the next lesson. That's what you should do. <laughs> But I was like, questions, okay, let's pull them out. We'll, we'll talk about them now, era. Um, one of the questions, the best question I ever got asked was like, ma'am, this is when I taught in London. Ma'am, can you recommend any good porn sites? Oh, <laughs> my God. Because you were it. not old, when late I was 28. Teaching, I would have been like mid-20s. Yeah, yeah, so that's like a young. 20s. Yeah. Mm. That's so a young that's age to be teaching so like, sex like, answer that kids. one, answer this one instead. Yes. And I love that they yeah. were like, ma'am, like, if yeah. I'm going to be really polite, <laughs> yes. she's going to be like, porn hub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll write up my top three favourites. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you oh imagine they'd be dead? Oh, my God. You'd be fired. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. yeah so They'd things are, I'm in, a, I'm in a weirdly brilliant moment in my life right now. Where a so lot of And because you're working on into place. a play at the moment. Um, so I've just finished working on a play. So I kind Did of you write this my... play? And do you do all the choreography? Yeah. <laughs> like all the... Um, yeah, stage management or mm, so I kind upstage, of left across, and right. Yeah, yeah, across a couple of different things. So I have directed a show um, called Single Asian Female, yeah. which has um, done seasons now around Australia I, for the yeah, last four I years. I definitely remember seeing that on like yeah. buses. And yeah. I know we went to Sydney. Was we went it? to Sydney. Yeah. We've been to Melbourne. Next year we're going to Adelaide. Oh, and so oh. I didn't write that one. I directed that. Um, Michelle, the brilliant Michelle Law, wrote that. Um, and it's about a Chinese-Australian family. Um, three generations of that family trying to navigate their bullshit and life. And Amazing. I love of... generational mm-hmm. stories. It was so hilarious. beautiful. It's very funny yeah. and lovely. Um, Will that be coming back to Brisbane? Probably, maybe one maybe. day, but probably not. Just um, Adelaide. Not for a while, but yeah, we're going to Adelaide next year. Um, and then I've just worked on a show at the Queensland Conservatorium mm-hmm. with their actors, so the young students who are acting 
or training to be young actors. So I wrote and directed a show. Is um, that there were like lots of boys? Is that what they were? Ah, all so this show, boys. yeah. Um, so that's a show that I've got happening in September at La Boite next year, oh. which is called Brothers Book Club. Wait, September? That's so far away, and you're already. You've been working on that for ages. Yeah, this is like mm. six years in in the making. Oh my god! Yeah. And this is a play you wrote. This is a play that I have written um, in collaboration with them. So I am oh, the with mama. the boys as yeah. well. Oh, amazing! So they're in a collective called the Mama's Boys, and I am oh, Mama. Mu- oh my god, that Mama's is boys. so adorable. <laughs> and they're twelve yeah. beautiful, diverse, amazing young men from Logan. Um, we've worked together for a really long time and this is their show and it's a book it's about a group of young men from Logan who start a book club to pick up girls but it's actually a kind of conversation about what it means uh, to be a good friend and a, a good man and yeah. um, diversity in Australia because they were sick of never seeing themselves yeah. Yeah. represented anywhere exactly. it's kind of like where are the Polynesian where are the Polynesian families on yeah. in Summer Bay where are the ne- ne- African no. Australian guys uh, on, in in the, on Ramsey Street the Chris Lilly show and it's <laughs> no. a yeah. of their yeah. behaviour exactly so, there's yeah. white man real. playing them I yeah. really hard to watch Actually. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. You know, back ten mm. years ago, mm. all the original stuff, and then it just got like as society changed. Yeah. but he never did. We know, it was we like, know better now. Yeah, yeah, we're not laughing at the same stupid stuff. Yeah. Um, speaking of stupid stuff. I was in the Tinsel Bar when it opened yes. and the beautiful Patience Hodgins were there and I was wasted, like white girl <laughs> wasted, so drunk. I was probably, fa- I did fall over at one point because I tried to slap drop and I just slapped it. <laughs> You slapped fell. <laughs> you just got it. You just dropped. Yeah. No, it was not hot. It was just dropped. Um, but in my pissy, oh, television's <laughs> everything thought that's in my mind while she's here and giving me this unbridled attention Um, and I said to her we need to do because they do pub choir and I'm like Mm. we need to do Instagram musical is what I've called it amazing as the co- not say writer, let's say co namer. Yes, you messaged me. I remember you and I messaged me about because that. I was talking to patients and I said, I, you, you know, do you know Claire and Pearl? Because she is a play writer and she's <laughs> yeah. like a director and she does all these amazing things. I was like, all we need is like seven other idiots from Instagram who don't give a shit about looking like an idiot. <laughs> I had you How fun would that be? Instagram musical and just have like whoever people. Who want to do it? I love we it. We would just have such a time, and like not even just the show, like just the performance, like the practicing, and yeah. like I did all of the drama club, all of the musicals uh-huh. in school, yeah. and just I don't really even knew like cared about the shows. I did Guys and Dolls and stuff like that, but it was more just like what were we doing backstage? Yeah, that sounds like really like what were we what doing we backstage? <laughs> I'll tell you what we were doing. We were sitting backstage eating kebabs. Oh my god, that's so close too. <laughs> So I went to an all-girls school and this was the all-boys school who put on all the productions and then they needed to like bus in the ladies. We need some women. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, I was like the youngest person in it. I was only Mm. in year eight, but because a family friend was doing it, Mm. my mum just said, oh, can my daughter come and do it? Because I don't know why mum would nominate me to do this shit. (laughs) I had a life back then. I was doing stuff on Saturdays. Anyway, probably not. <laughs> probably just going to the cinema. It's been fabulous. Um, but I just went and like joined. And, and they were all in year 10. And I was just like, hey, boys, tell me more about yourselves. Like, just this <laughs> little idiot. I can't even imagine myself in year 8. What a moron. Um, 
but I just love that mm. thing and I just I really think it's got bones to it like we could sell out some shit I think it's a great idea we should I'll do it as a fundraiser yeah you can co- well, we can get patients to write stuff I know yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. The greats. Let's, Let's get the happen. score from mm-hmm. the greats. So I'm going to tag her in this. Hi, patients. We all love you. <laughs> obsessed with you. Please. We're making a musical. We've Please. decided. Yes. Patients, I turned you into a human disco ball. Come yeah. on. Yeah, come on. Come on. Yeah, come on. I'm also eating Let's on the like popcorn. raise money for dangerous females. Oh, yeah. And it can be about like women empowerment. Okay. Yeah. okay it's going to happen. 2020, guys, book your ticket. Although, is it, can it be in 2020 or are we going to wait six years for this shit? No, we're no, going to do it. You know what? You want something done, you ask a busy woman. That's true. <laughs> Mate, I will get I've shit done. I've just asked two busy women. Oh, my God. I'll no, get like, it done. Busy. Give me a project. I'm done. <laughs> okay, the project is called Instagram Musical. Very Instagram. Happy. Instagram. The musical. Yeah. Oh, my God. Boom. We can have, like, phones and do, like, phone shit. Oh, my yes. God. Like, that, this nice. is where, oh, God, I've already got these ideas, guys. And, it, and then you can put a filter over your stupid pictures. Oh, I love it. Oh, my God. So fun. So we just have to okay. find a it's bunch happening. of other idiots who, Great. And, and you know where we'll find them? On Instagram. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Contact Jess if you want to be in the Instagram. It's the home of the idiots. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, I love this. Okay. So, I, 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 when I spoke this to her, I was... As I said, very drunk. But for me to remember it the next day, it wasn't because it was just like a one-off thing. Like I've been, but I've been thinking about this for so long. Just yeah. thinking like, because I really love Jesus Christ Superstar, mm-hmm. and I message you about that all the time. <laughs> like an embarrassing amount. I message you about how much I love Jesus Christ Superstar. I feel like one day I'm just gonna do a live, and it's just gonna be me singing the entire Jesus Make Christ Superstar. I can go happen. from my my door to my grandparents' house in the Tweed, and that is the entire Jesus Christ Superstar <laughs> soundtrack. And you can sing the whole thing. I can sing every I that damn word I know that's really sad. No, oh, she's having Celine. a moment. My I just Queen love that Celine. whole new yeah, um, song. That Celine, oh, my God. My is it Celine. called Courage or something? It gives me goosebumps. Oh, I don't know. You're probably into the old stuff. I, I love the old the... stuff. I just do the shuffle play here at work. Yeah. I've been listening to a lot of Celine at work. People are coming in. Oh, they're like, oh, Celine again? I'm like, you don't like got Celine? a photo of her <laughs> wearing a jumper of herself. Oh, that. yes. Amazing. <laughs> I, I just love that. Like, not, well, probably definitely 80s is my vintage. But, yeah, that. And I remember being in year 10. And it's funny because I was – we were listening to some play thing. We were actually trying to um, move house. So packing and we are listening to music the other night. And each song that came on, I would – um, yell out the year it came out. Oh, oh my god, great! And uh, Marla's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I just I was playing sport. I was, that's like, like, I was playing sport. Yeah, it's defined by significant moments. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I, and then the mu- the movie, um, it was in, and what I was into at the time, it was very specific because mm-hmm. music has a profound effect on me. Yeah, and um, yeah, Celine Dion. She loves my Celine, my Celine. <laughs> but I think because you know I had my Walkman. My discman, mm, the yeah, the mini discman, yeah, yeah. Um, what I was going to say was, Dulcie superpower is knowing when we put on the Harry Potter soundtrack, she knows what scene, scene. it is yeah. from the beginning of the music, right. and like she's only this is. She's five now, but mm. she was doing this six months ago. And, wow. like, we're in the car going, like, oh, my goodness. First yeah. of all, you need to stop watching TV because this is frightening no, I mean, how much you know. Australia does but, stuff like that too. But it's, it's like, not even it's, – It's because they don't have all of their other stuff in yeah, their life. Yeah, she is, like – It is literally, like, when they are watching TV, they're not thinking about, uh, shit, there's a pile of dishes behind me I need to do. Mm-hmm. I really need to call back that client. Okay, I haven't yeah, said that. Um, so true. There's they too many sponging. It's literally – that one moment, they're so good at being present. Yeah. So that is what she's taking in. That's what she's soaking up. That's yeah. what she's remembering every yeah. single time. I'm the same mm. with I'm the same with movies. 
I'm exactly the same. I'll watch a movie or I'll hear the soundtrack. I'm like, that's when that was. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy. I can be like that with like actresses or actors. I'll be like, I've got to know immediately what they're in. Or if you watch Frozen. Do you press pause and then IMDB everything? I don't pause it. I just IMDB. Yeah. <laughs> and what actors anything. have, what the, who is doing the voices, mm. do you mean? Yeah, like yeah. if I can recognise the voice, I'm like, I, I actually can't it, watch this yeah. for another second no, without knowing know. who it is. So I'm the one on the light in the movies. Yeah. Like, tell me, <laughs> all the information. Yeah. Um, or like we went and saw High School, no, not High School Musical. Um, I had a dream about High School Musical last night. It was very weird. Actually, in my dream, I want to know what this means because in my dream, I became transgender, <laughs> but mm-hmm. to a girl. I oh. transgendered myself so into a girl. So you were originally a boy. So you no, I was a girl, but I was identifying as a girl, and it was a big deal. Oh, and it was oh. so it's like coming out to the world just in case you didn't know. Yeah, I maybe that's what that. it was. Oh. Maybe I feel like something you know, about femininity. T- well, I'm thinking about the idea of doing like a um, some kind of pronoun hoop. So maybe that's what's got oh, in my head. Maybe. Um, but also in my dream, Troy Bolton and. <laughs> the girl's name um vanessa hudgens yeah, oh, yeah. what's her name gabriella gabriella um they were guiding me through this oh, experience oh through your transition oh well because God. i have read a funny meme saying that um troy bolton being <laughs> in high school musical is like a reference to that he's bisexual and everyone's saying stick to the status quo and he's like oh. i can't i've got to do I've got oh, to just let me be. I want to reach like, all of the people. Yeah. Oh. And I was just like, this is like a, a film for teenagers and they just don't know it yet, I but they're getting it. The, like society's telling you to do one thing and your parents are telling you to do yeah. one thing, but you've got to trust your gut and you've got to go with what you want. So basketball is like yeah. men. Yeah. And the musical theatre is women. Oh, what a fucking cliche. <laughs> no, let's do it the other way. Basketball yeah. is women. Musical theatre is men. Probably doesn't make sense. You like both. But yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. So yeah, that. anyway, that was my... Weird, oh. transgender. <laughs> I looked the same, but I definitely had this like. You had you had arrived swagger. at your full self. Yes, yeah. that's what it was. But mm. how how fucking self indulgent is that? I arrived at my full self, but I was just myself. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you were looking outside. Maybe you were. Um, you have had escaped your body and you were actually mm. looking at yourself. Well, okay, that makes sense because my sister-in-law last week was supposed to do the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And then... Had a baby accidentally. Yeah, instead. accidentally yeah. went into labour instead. So, hi, Molly. You're hi. just so cute. Um, but I was tell- I've was i been telling my birth story a lot to people oh. who don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> and one of- when I had my son, Albert, I always talk about it was an out-of-body experience and I, I can when I think about giving birth to him I am above myself and like watching myself like oh, CCTV wow. and I just the whole time I was in that room having him didn't speak didn't say anything and even in that moment I was watching myself on this CCTV wow which is so bizarre so maybe that was me in the dream like maybe I've just been talking a lot about myself lately which is <laughs> and not surprising and, and my body yeah. and what it can do and what it means and how to me and you are exactly yeah. so Something's gonna happen. Maybe there's maybe there's a, a shift. Mm. There's something about to happen. Oh, I like it. Maybe 2020 is your year. 2020 is my year. Although 2019, that was so yeah. my year. I could not be happier with mm. 
this year. It was yeah. definitely your it's year. my year. Yeah. And your year. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. had a great fucking year. Yeah, this year was the, it was the year to get shit done. It was yeah. to, I yeah. feel like it was the year to put my claws in mm. and, and prepare for next grip, year and be ready. That was yeah. me too. Mm. And at the end of last year, because I quit my job, a job that I loved, and that was really st- I was really stressed mm. about it, but I'm, I'm trying to lean harder into gut. Yeah. And I love this idea of that we know what we want. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. always talk about like, follow your gut, follow your instinct, which is the easy part is mm-hmm. knowing what your gut is. It's the actual action yeah, required definitely. to do what you fucking know yeah. you have to do. Yeah. But we never talk about that bit. No. Um, and so I quit my job because I knew it was the right thing to do, but I, it freaked me out. Mm-hmm. And then um, to go back to teaching part-time and then to freelance part-time, and that's what I wanted to do. But it was still like, oh, is this a step back? Is this yeah. stalling my career? I want to write more, like, but I don't know. And now in the last, literally in the last two months, I have reaped yeah. the benefits of that decision. And it's like, past yeah. Claire, you fucking legend. Yeah. Yeah. But it's that, that affirmation to be like, you know what you need to do. Yeah. And now you know through next year mm. to take even more yeah. chances and Absolutely. even more risks. Because 80% of the time, they're going to work out. Yeah. yeah, And that 20%, like, fuck it. If and you I don't, yeah. who cares? Yeah. Like, what's going to happen? What I'm learning is I'm resilient enough mm. to deal with it when it doesn't fucking yeah. turn out yeah. anyway. Yeah. So, and that's a big lesson. And that's yeah. what we didn't learn. I feel in high school mm. enough was to like mm. if shit happens, it happens. Yeah. Like who cares? Where's like, it's the not life the end skills of the world. subject? Like I, I used to teach at a um, Aboriginal Centre for Performing Arts, and I taught there for five years, and I loved it. And we started a class um, outside my hip hop class um, called Life Skills. And a lot of these Indigenous people, well, kids would come from Warabinda and, and two hours outside of Rocky that. You know, there's no set of traffic lights. There was there's one school, and so we had to teach them. You know, some people didn't know how to write, and all this sort of stuff. And and I was like, cool. Well, let's just learn how to be decent human beings, and mm. let's talk about health, and let's like, and talk about yeah. all the stuff that I wish I had learned yeah. when I was in high school. I saw a meme. Instead of fucking algebra. Yeah, yeah. I saw a meme the other day. Oh that was like, um, you know, kid at school. Can you teach me how to do my taxes and <laughs> s- school? No, let's square dance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when the hell are you ever going to do that ever again in your life? Yeah, or things like you need to learn how to do your taxes. You need yeah. to learn yeah. how to... Oh, just, I, there's so much yeah. fucking stuff. Cook a basic meal. Yes. Yeah. And like, really, unless you are going into a job where you need to use all that shit, like, I mean, I know it's important to know how to use pie. I couldn't use it now. You no. could ask... I. 3.14 no, I no think idea. is a thing no. I don't even know if it's a thing it could be 1.3 but like if we, if we know we're not going to use that shit yeah. I'd rather learn how to change a tyre on yeah. a car so when Kudos I'm stuck kudos to my in, parents that was like yeah you are not an academic you, yeah you, my you parents were the same and that's why I left I yeah. was like bye my parents are the same actually I think a teacher said to my parents like I feel like Jess I, the way I learn is very tactile yeah. and I need to be doing it and yeah. even when I worked here at Thousand Island for the first couple of weeks, I didn't know how to do how to balance the book because mm. I had just been told like you just do this, this, and this. Yeah. I needed Ellie to come and stand next to me and, and be like, and now you can. And then it was like, oh fuck! Like I've been staying yeah. here thirty minutes, forty minutes after closing because yeah. I'm like I can't figure out how to do the math. And like math is the one thing that I you can trust it because it's as long as like you can get to the answer yeah. if yeah. you go back. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'd be here for like 45 minutes yeah. later being like, fuck this. And I was like, go home. And I'm like, no, I can't go home because I, the one who fucked the book, no one else is going to know yeah. what I've done. Yeah. I need to like yeah. fix it. But she came in and was just like, I can't believe that like 
I've worked here on and off for a couple of years and I've worked at um, yeah. the other stores as well. And I'm sure like seven years ago, someone did show me how to yeah. do it. But I just, she would just assume. And like most people can yeah. balance a till. Like it's not yeah. fucking rocket science. Yeah. But for me, I needed someone to stand there and go, this I'm is exactly how you balance a till. And then now yeah. it's just like fucking easy days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I've really discovered that, you know, in the last however long, that that's the only way I learned is You're to be either shown or to do yeah. it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So, yeah. Um, now, another thing that we do here at the Social Club Podcast mm. is we're going to, like, kind of wrap it up. Um, but we do highs and lows of the week. Mm. So if you can Ooh. think about something that good that happened. Katrina was such a dickhead when she was in here. And she's like, no lows. I had no lows. The week has been perfect. <laughs> and then she came in the next week and was like, sorry, my kid vomited on me this week. And he's been a little shit. And I was like, that's because you were in here bloody waxing lyrical about no lows in your week. <laughs> Have a couple of lows, mate. Um, so whatever you do, don't jinx yourself. Don't jinx oh, yourself okay. and think of some lows. Oh. I probably should have pre-warned you about this. <laughs> That's okay. What are my lows? My lows have been I haven't had a full voice for a yes, few weeks. I haven't. I know, but it sounds so it's sexy. So, it's very sultry. And it's yeah. good. It's good because I yes. write sex it's right because yeah. I write sex scenes now. Oh, you need to do the my, podcast. My body is evolving. Yeah. <laughs> Evolving, evolving into the into character. A, yeah. Get the audio on the that's phone. Right. So that's been a low of yeah. not knowing what is going on with that. It's and because it's your throat and it's like, uh, is mm-hmm. it like scratchy or is it Yeah, just... a bit scratchy and just not at full voice. Mm. So that's been a low. Yeah. Um, what else? I had to deal with a year eight kid who called another kid a bitch today. That was annoying. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Um, that's been a low. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be like, They're you just around the corner. You kick him in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do that. I had a legal and governmental position. I had a different approach. (laughs) In my real life, I'd be like, just kick him. him I was like, let's have a conversation about feelings and and what bitch means to you. Yeah. What are your lows, Jules? Oh, okay. Well, um, it's hard to talk about because um, I'm not supposed to talk about it, but I will. I will go around the long way. Yes, this will be interesting. Mm. I have recently been through a custody battle. Mm -hmm. And um, it was probably one of the hardest eight weeks of my life. Mm -hmm. And then last Wednesday, mediation happened and it was horrific. Um, And anyway, I I got what I went in for, which I was incredibly happy with. So that's probably my low. Yeah, so it's not even like one week though. That's two months of low. It's a consistent low. It's a a life-changing thing that's happened. Um, My high. My high. Um, Probably at the moment collabing with um, some makeup artists that I'm quite happy. Mm. Like I'm really excited to... To work with because I'm utilizing the the contacts I have and I've just gone shit I don't really I have all these amazing contacts I'm gonna actually reach out to them and yeah you do have magic. amazing contacts yeah. I reckon if you had a little professional black book you yeah. would be like oh my god I agree it's ridiculous it. you've done amazing clients yeah hair. like obviously the Veronica's and yeah. the Shepherd girls are like your BFFs yeah, now they, and well I don't like know if they sisters. were forever um, and yeah you work with some really fun people you did M Bresciano's yeah. hair and you've been to the Ari- Arias yeah. yeah and just like amazing hair experiences <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I think yeah that's probably my high at the moment and just yeah getting to um, and Christmas I'm excited mm. we're moving house I'm excited for yeah. 
a fresh start. Yeah. Mm, uh, well, and it's come at a really good time. It because has. Because you can just like, it's, I'm here ready. we go. You new need to get some twenty twenty. Oh my God. Place. Yeah. And I'm just excited because we're moving in together. It's a fresh it's a fresh start and it's Christmas and I get yeah. to nest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a really beautiful time of year to like nest with someone. And be ready yeah. for 2020. Yeah. yeah and 2020 lots... is going to be your year. I have, mm-hmm. ver- I have a very big project that I'm starting next year. So um, it's it's a, uh, a, I guess, an extension of Hair by Jules. So yeah. Oh, okay. It's very cool. Mm. Yeah. My high? My high? I think my high is just a collective... Um, me standing in my fucking power as yeah. a badass lady yeah. and trusting yes. my gut yes. and showing up and being honest and yeah. being true to yourself. Being true to myself. To yourself. Yes. If that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Being yeah. true to myself to myself. Yeah. Exactly what do I want. Yeah. And actually going for it. And yeah. it is yeah. paying off. I'm feeling, I feel happier than I've ever felt in myself. Oh, right that's amazing. That's so good. It's so good. So um, good. I have this mo- I have this app on my phone. It's called Motivation. And every day it pops up and gives me a quote. And today, this morning's quote was, um, you will not find happiness where you lost it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was Perfect. like, boom. And I'm like, <laughs> cool. Okay. Moving on. And it's funny because it, it is, it is incredibly true, but also, um, I think the high, I, I get highs every day. So when uh, Katrina... Is that because of all the chemicals? That <laughs> right. I'm so I get high, high every day. day. <laughs> because I got high. Because I got high. <laughs> um, but like Katrina said, like she, I, I honor, can honestly say there's not many lows in my life. Yeah. Because I have curated it. But um, Oh, I love that. There's not many lows in my life because I curated yeah, it. Yeah, I've just gone no. And I've just done these ones to quite a few people and gone no, fuck yeah. you. Jules fuck is you. doing the no deal hand. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> and like the Wonder Woman, <laughs> ching, ching, yeah. ching. <laughs> yeah, so re- re- deflect that shit. I'm not bringing that into 2020. You can stay behind. Yeah. yeah. What's mm-hmm. your high and low? Um, low would be the fact that I stood in line for two and a half hours to get my children's Santa photo taken. Oh, oh that my was... God. Where? Yeah, so fucked. And it was on the first. So, like, imagine how crap it's going to get. Was this just in a shopping centre? It was in Brookside. We spoke about this on the podcast last week that the Santa in particular is the best Santa oh, in Brisbane. He's oh. amazing. But He's actually have... Santa. Yeah, he's, yeah. Actually, he's actually Santa. <laughs> I was an elf one year. Oh, so I, I put spitting popcorn out of me like I'm some kind of yeah. one of those photos too, things. which is gross. Yeah, um, was that was fun. Katrina's job as well. Yeah. Oh my god! But uh, how do we know two people who did that job? That's like a two <laughs> percent of people in the in world. Brisbane. Totally, and it's a weird <laughs> moment where you're like, oh, I think it's parents. Yeah, uh, problematic. Oh. And I think it's like screaming, like the... wailing, oh yeah, petrified children. Yeah, that's parents right. being like, take the photo, take the photo. Is it like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon? <laughs> yes. Like you know. Oh, like, oh! <laughs> it's okay. Oh my god, are you okay? okay. It's okay. <laughs> I thought it was your. I thought it was your finger. No, I kept. Um, thing. I spat out a bit of popcorn when that happened. Right. And I thought it was me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what do I do? It's, it's heavy yeah, calories. Yeah. It's pushing you down. So good. Anyway, so your um, high. What's your high? My high was, is this this week? This counts as this week. Yeah. yeah. Friday. I went in and picked up some dangerous females. Oh, I spoke about this. I went in and picked up some dangerous females mm-hmm. and I said to the ladies at the t-shirt mill, what's going on with the social media? Because it's crap. Can I come and do it? So 
And like, that's pretty much how the conversation went. And they were like, just come in on Friday and we'll have a chat. So I was here last week, like preparing, like all this kind of interview <laughs> bullshit. And I went in and like, we were just talking about like Christian Hull and Emily Love. Like <laughs> nothing about any professional capacity at all. And they're like, so, oh, when are you starting? Um, Oh, can I start on Monday? Yeah, perfect. And then like, send me an email today. What day are you starting again? Yeah, I'm coming in on Monday. Like, perfect. I said, probably going to be like a bit late because I'm going to catch a train in because... It's West End. Well, at, no, it's not West End. Oh, oh they've moved. Oh, it is oh, kind of West End. Yeah. It's near that. South, South Brisbane. South Brisbane. Yeah. 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 But my whole life, I have wanted to be a person who sits, who commutes. Yeah. Because I've worked as a nanny. So, like, you yeah. don't catch yeah. public transport, like, yeah. suburb to suburb. And I'm so fucking excited to commute, about commuting. To work. Because yes. you don't get to talk to anybody. You actually just put your little things on. Yeah. And look like a legend and just be yes. like, sorry, I'm so busy doing yeah. out of my way to work. Car. I'm like, yes. sorry, guys. Very professional person coming through. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'll just do a quick wrap up. Let's do it. Hi, is, goodbye. This, <laughs> well, that was going to be the wrap up. <laughs> I don't know how to wrap this up yet. I need to have some kind we of need cool, like cool frame. We need like, like a, a uh, you know the try spell. Out? Ding 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 ding. Yes. <laughs> have you got any like that you'd want to try out? Well, last week I said um, from podcast go. Oh, fuck, I fucked it. <laughs> okay, try um, again, try again. Podcast girl, XOXO. Oh, oh okay. that's cool. Or did I yeah. say XOXO podcast girl? Yeah, that's how go. I did it. Um, but I, I haven't really thought about it. Maybe um, this was, I used to work as a receptionist for a construction company. And one of, <laughs> one of the guys used to, when he'd leave, he'd be like, all right, I'm off. Like a bride's nighty. Oh, but <laughs> a bride's nighty. I love that. I love that. Some Jess knows best. XOXO. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jess knows best. Jess knows Jess is best. Well, see, that's my catchline is the hostess with, well, not the mostest, but certainly not the leastest. Yeah. Oh, leastest. I need to learn how to say yeah. leastest. <laughs> I need to learn how to say so many words. Ding. 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 And podcast. End. Everyone exit stage left. Either or. Yay! Oh, I'm sweating like a fucking yeah, me bitch too. on me. Yeah, me too. Oh, hopefully oh. that'll stay in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new sign off. It's sweating, sweating like, like a, a bitch, bitch on me. <laughs> me too. Oh, the Social Club podcast is recorded at Thousand Island Dressing in New Farm in Brisbane. Thousand Island Dressing prides itself on stocking local faves and small business from all over Australia.